Hi. Hi. Welcome to Cool Gals. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Julie. And uh, <laughs> we've been absent for six, almost six entire months, right? Yep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this time it's not our fault. Like, we've done this before. We've True. disappeared before. But... Oh, yeah. And every time you can blame us. But yeah, this time. But not this time. It was the world. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Miss Corona. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been um, quarantine and, uh, quarantining in our respective households. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why you haven't heard from us. <laughs> and we were finally like, you know what? This podcast is too important. Mm-hmm. We, need, we need to do it. So. Yeah, so here we are. Here we are. Doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And to start it out. Back again. We're just mm-hmm. doing uh, miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> no theme today. No theme. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe there will be. Maybe it'll be one of those surprise themes. That's where I'm true. like, I'm talking about a cat. And you're like, me too. <laughs> Except it's not actually a cat. <laughs> that was a, right, an example. I'm, yeah. I'm not talking about a cat either. <laughs> <laughs> me neither. But we'll see. <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, so we looked back in our catalog and found out that I am, am set to start off the episode today, so I'm just going to do that. Yeah. I love and hate doing miscellaneous topics because there's too many things out there. <laughs> oh, and yeah. then there's also not enough out there, <laughs> which is the only, like the biggest, we, we complain about this even when we do have a topic. <laughs> Where we're like, oh, I found this really cool thing, but there's like a paragraph of information about them. Mm-hmm. So that happened to me today, of course. <laughs> um, Welcome back. <laughs> and I it feel was... like that's, that's the world being like, oh yeah, you want to do the podcast again? Good luck. <laughs> yeah. So I found... There was, I, I found several articles about different creatures that all ended up being kind of vampiric. Oh. Um, so I guess that's where my heart is now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I ended up finding the um, Vrykolakis. Vrykolakis. The Vrykolakis. 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 So I found a bunch of weird different kinds of vampires. And um, I was at the point being just like desperate to have something and and to have a topic and something to talk about. Um, So I even was looking into like Elizabeth Bathory, but then she's not, she doesn't, she didn't really do anything supernatural. She just had like shitty weird beliefs. Yeah. She was, and she was just, yeah, Yeah. she killed a bunch of people. Mm -hmm. Um, So maybe I'll save that for another time. (laughs) (laughs) But so, well, I ended up perusing vampires.com <laughs> <laughs> while I was looking up Elizabeth Bathory stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up finding information on the Vrykolakis. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I found myself on <laughs> vampires.com and thought, you know what? I'm going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I belong. I feel... I feel connected to this site right now. Yes. It was meant to be. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I was on there. It's a weird site. Um, no offense to the person who runs it, but it's really poorly designed. Um, and it's all, but it's a, it's a lot of information. So it's like about real life vampires and then like fictional vampires and something else. There is like a third. But music, fa- I don't know. <laughs> By real life vampires, you mean like people who are like, I am a vampire, and then no blood. No, no. Um, unfortunately, no. It's like <laughs> like mythology, vampires in mythology and like folklore and stuff. Oh, okay. and then like vampires in like film and books and mm. media. I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you got your your you got your uh, Vlad the Impalers. You got your Edward <laughs> Collins. You know, <laughs> uh, the whole spectrum. It's it's truly all about vampires. dot com. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I was looking at all kinds of different things, and I came across the Vrykolakis, who are um, harmful undead creatures in Greek folklore, Ooh. which is fun. 
Nice. Um, I don't know that I, I, that we've ever talked about anything Greek. No, I don't think we have. I don't think I have. I mean, I've tried, but <laughs> there's just so much, like, so mm. many mythological creatures and stuff. Yeah, I feel like it gets very, like, <laughs> like Greek gods when you kind of go that route. Yes. And that's not, I don't know, that's not usually where I want to be. That's not what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't even know that vampires existed in any kind of Greek stories, but they're very prevalent, apparently. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, so, okay. So at first, I was nervous mm-hmm. looking up this creature because one of the initial tidbits of information that I saw was that they sit on people's chests while they're sleeping. Oh, that's like um, the Alp. Like the Alp, yeah. Mm-hmm. However, where the Alp is more like mischievous, and they like the worst thing that they do is drinking people's blood and or milk from their nipples (laughs) which is terrible Mm -hmm. and disgusting and a huge violation yeah and incredibly funny though (laughs) to think about uh but anyway yes um they don't like kill people Mm -hmm. um so they're just kind of jerks um i forgot all this stuff about alps but they like re-diaper babies with old dirty diapers and stuff (laughs) like i forgot they cause milk to sour, so they're just like huge jerks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like a poltergeist almost. Just yeah, like messing yeah, they're up. yeah, or like a fairy, mm-hmm. you chaotic, know, yes, neutral. <laughs> <laughs> they won't kill you, but mm-hmm. it's going to be a rough uh, wake up for you. Yeah. Um, so the Vrykolakis is vicious. So like an Alp will sit on your chest while you're sleeping, but it's in order to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Rykolakis do it to kill. So. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, the Rykolakis is generally equated with the vampire folklore of neighboring Slavic countries. Um, so the two are very similar, but the Rykolakis actually eat flesh, particularly livers. Um, but so they don't really, like, drink blood, mm. which is interesting because the Alp does drink blood. <laughs> um so it kind of in it and with its appearance it's almost more zombie like than vampire in 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 the sense of like what we think of as a vampire Mm -hmm. i'm picturing yeah like cape (laughs) dracula teeth yeah yeah Uh yeah okay no 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 all right (laughs) um so According to legend, there are many ways to become a Vrykolakos. Those that were stillborn or died without receiving their final rites. Those who were conceived or born on a holy day, which is considered a great blasphemy. Whoa. (laughs) Born? That's rude. Yeah. Like, you you can't help it. If anything, curse your parents. Right? I know. (laughs) Because the conception, too. Like, that's the parents' fault. Yeah, that's not fair. (laughs) Well, no Um, wonder they're so angry in their afterlife. (laughs) It's not even my fault. I'm going to kill everyone. (laughs) Especially, God, a stillborn. Oh, yeah. (laughs) God. Um, Those who ate the meat of an animal that had been accidentally killed or not properly slaughtered. Those who didn't have a proper burial, so on unconsecrated grounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those that died and had lived sinful lives... Which is everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, cool. Those whose corpse was passed over by an animal before burial. Like a cat jumped over your body? Literally, yes. Um, It says in in parentheses that I was just about to read. Measures were taken to prevent a dog or cat from jumping over the body while it was laid out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or if another vampire killed you. Okay. Which makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, it sucks, but it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it almost seems like it's harder to not become (laughs) (laughs) I forgot how to say it. (laughs) It almost seems like it's harder um, to not become a Vrykolakis than it is to become one. (laughs) The most interesting thing here in this list is the meat-eating one. Because what that means is, so like, um, an animal that had been accidentally killed or not properly slaughtered. So that means eating the meat of, for example, a sheep, which had been wounded by a wolf 
or a werewolf. <gasps> right? Ooh. Who knew that there were werewolves in, in Greek folklore? Oh I didn't. gosh. They gotta be real. If every single culture has a werewolf, every and every single culture has a vampire. Uh-huh. These big ones gotta be real. They gotta be. <laughs> so some Greeks believed that a werewolf itself could become a powerful vampire after being killed. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this it's, is worlds colliding. I, I know. know this, this is like, <laughs> like a weird um, Twilight fan fiction. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, and we're Vampires.com is <laughs> an elaborate <laughs> fanfic. This part was from Wikipedia, I think. Oh. Um, Edward and Jacob just, like, combine into one <laughs> supernatural creature. Oh, my so God. So it's no longer a triangle. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so the werewolf becomes a powerful vampire after being killed and would retain the wolf-like fangs, hairy palms, Ew. and glowing eyes it formerly, formerly possessed. So it's no longer got, like, not completely a werewolf, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then it's also got, like, vampire powers now. So it's just... this. I've never heard this before, ever in my life. Yeah. I, they're always so separate. Yes. Because they're enemies. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> I just kept thinking about, like, being in a village that's being terrorized by a werewolf. And then, like, someone finally fucking kills it. <laughs> but kills it wrong. And then it comes back... <laughs> Stronger than ever. <laughs> I'm I'm a vampire now. <laughs> yeah. Tried to get rid of me. <laughs> I just now I'm gonna eat your liver. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Oh, so anyway, so that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also very interesting because again, I've never ever heard that in any other folklore before, yeah. and I've read like we've. We've read a lot of vampire stuff and a lot of werewolf stuff. Yeah. It's very strange. To get the picture of Dracula out of your head, I'm going to <laughs> to, to let you know what these freaks look like. I can't wait. <laughs> so the bodies of the Vrykalakas uh, have the same distinctive characteristics as the bodies of vampires in Balkan folklore, mm. which I'm not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, they do not decay. Instead, they swell and may even retain a drum-like form, being very large and have a ruddy complexion and are, according to one account, fresh and gorged with new blood. <sighs> so they are disgusting. This is actually reminding me of a batabat now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a big giant swelled creature yes. that's just on your chest. Mm-hmm. Again, I forgot again, about the batabat. so far apart. The Philippines, mm-hmm. uh, all the way to Greece. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> not saying it's all real, but <laughs> seems pretty connected to me. But prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're not scientists <laughs> or like academics of any kind. <laughs> we're like, you know what? Yeah, it connects. It tracks. Yeah, <laughs> prove me wrong, science. <laughs> People with red hair and gray eyes at this time in history were thought to be vampires, according to accounts near the region of modern Serbia. Hmm. Have you ever seen someone with red hair and gray eyes? No, although that's Anne of Green Gables. Oh. <laughs> she's, she's the only person. When you said that, I was like, the only person I've ever known to have red hair and gray eyes is Anne Shirley. <laughs> I just want you to know that you had the most, like, serious fucking look on your face. Like, she, like okay, she's got her, like, her, her hand on her chin. Like, she's, like, looking at me, like, dead on with, like, a furrowed brow. And she's like, you know what? That's Anne Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most serious, like... But for real! It was so funny. They, they describe her so clearly. Red hair, gray eyes... I think it was nine freckles on her nose because she was like, she was, she was messed up. She, she was like, yeah, I count my freckles every day, hoping that there aren't more. I don't know. She had a lot of, she had a lot of problems. That's fucked she up. Had a, she had a messed up childhood. But anyway. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Um, yes. Yeah. But other than her. Interesting. It, yeah. I, d- I didn't even know about that. So <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was expecting you to be like, no. <laughs> 
The activities of the Rikolakas are nearly always harmful. <laughs> Range, cool. Ranging from merely leaving their grave and roaming about, through engaging in poltergeist-styled activity, which you said earlier, <laughs> good for you, and up to causing epidemics in the community. Uh-oh. <laughs> Among other things, the creature is believed to knock on the doors of houses and call out the name of the residents. If it gets no reply the first time, it will pass without causing any harm. Mm. If someone does answer the door, he or she will die a few days later and become another Vrykalakas. Oh. Uh-huh. For this reason, there is a superstition present in certain Greek villages that one should not answer a door until the second knock. Um, wow it's um i don't i don't love it i don't like things that just knock on your doors people monsters yeah i don't even answer the door if there's a person out there and i like i can (laughs) see them through my like i'm peeking through my window and i can see them Mm -hmm. unless i just ordered food and they're holding a bag and even then now (laughs) with uh covid i i'm like okay leave it on my porch and text me when it's here i'm not (laughs) I'm not coming. No, I'm not. I won't get I'm, fooled. No. <laughs> Fool me once. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll survive. Oh, wait, no. Fool me once. Gonna die. Then I'm dead. Then I'm yeah, dead. So it's... You gotta be careful. <laughs> don't get fooled. So they're very ugly. You don't want them coming to your house. <laughs> Based on their look alone, I guess. Yeah, just like a bloated body. Yeah. Since the Rikolakas becomes more and more powerful if left alone, which is scary. Yeah. What? (laughs) Um, Legend states that one should destroy its body, Hmm. which makes sense. Yeah. So according to some accounts, this can only be done on Saturday, (laughs) which is the only day when the Rikolakas rests in its grave. So everyone needs a rest day. Oh, sleepy time. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is actually the same as a uh, the Bulgarian vampire legend. Oh, apparently. interesting. Yeah. Saturday, so that's the day to, to slay a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you learn something new every day. Yeah, every single day. <laughs> uh-huh. This may be done in various ways, the most common being exercising, impaling, not exercising like working out with them, exercising like the exorcist. Drop and give me a dead vampire. Exercising, impaling, beheading, cutting into pieces, and especially cremating the suspected corpse so that it may be freed from living death and its victims may be safe. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's full. That's uh, traditional vampire I mean, stuff. Like, rip it to shreds and burn it. Uh, yeah. And I'm also, I'm very glad that cremation is so popular now. Mm-hmm. Because, like... Now you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'll have to worry about me. In the body farm coming yeah. back. <laughs> Hopefully they'll rip you into pieces <laughs> I mean, just see what an arm would look like. Yeah, you know, someone, in a someone's going to rip me into pieces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so that's wow. cool. Yeah. I, just, I just had that thought right now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, as soon as I'm that, I'm like, mm, also in Twilight. <laughs> then like, yeah, so you have to rip them apart and mm-hmm. burn the pieces. Mm-hmm. Which they said that line word Literally for word like twice. That. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> like two different And characters. it's also like word for word from the book. Oh my gosh, yeah. Belief in the Vrykolakas was actually still common in Greece in World War II. Whoa! Which is pretty recent. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Especially in rural areas. During the Great Famine in 1941 to 1942, where about 300,000 Greeks starved to death, Mm. the graveyards were so overfilled that many families were forced to bury their loved ones outside of the cemeteries. Which is on unconsecrated oh, grounds. No. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just just consecrate the grounds? Like, <laughs> yeah. Not every priest is dead, right? Like, how, right? what is the process of doing that? Yeah. Is it like, do you have to have a church on the ground to make it like consecrated, or can you just be like, this is now consecrated? Anything. The world is a church, though, and the church is everywhere. You can have church anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the, you know, the uppercase C church. <laughs> 
is that's the right. entire world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you can um, just just uh, have us have one single service on some plot of land, and then that's. <laughs> You're good. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> My boss is listening to this. Um, I would like to know the truth of <laughs> what I've said. So anyway, back to the Great Famine. So many people starved to death during the Great Famine that officials of the collaborationist Hellenic state mm. took, took to gathering up the corpses and dumping them in mass graves, which okay. is what happens constantly <sighs> yeah. with plagues, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since those buried in unconsecrated ground were believed to come back to haunt the living as Rykolakis, this possibility be- caused much distress for those families who were unable to bury their dead in the church cemeteries. Mm-hmm. And some families took preemptive steps to prevent their loved ones from becoming Rykolakis, such okay. as beheading their corpses. Whoa! <laughs> Straight to beheading! <laughs> this is in the 40s? Yes! Oh my gosh! Yeah! Rural, rural Greece in the 40s. What a time. Um, I feel like, okay, if, this gave me another thought. I feel like if if you're going to behead me mm-hmm. oh, after I'm already dead, mm-hmm. as, I mean, for whatever reason, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever you got to do. Someone has to keep my skull. Because then, like, Ooh. you know, like... Mm-hmm. You're not in a normal burial. No one's going to get to keep the skull. But if you if you behead them because you think that I'm going to come back as a Brachylacus, etc., <laughs> um, then someone has to commit. Like whoever whoever does the beheading has to keep my skull. Yep. And I hope that there's like a fight over it or something. Like I hope that it's. Uh, I'm on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yikes! Um, I, I'm in. I would I would do that for you. Thank you. Do that for me too. That's, it reminds me of that one. Even without like, you asking, I was gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got me. You got me, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminds me of that one thing that you talked about, and it was like the underground caves with all those those men with the secret society. Mm-hmm. And the, was it a heart, um, or was it a head? It was a heart. It was a heart. Yeah. Um, he was like, "Keep my heart here forever." So fucking dramatic. These men. I remember exactly. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, it was some kind of society like Benjamin Franklin was part yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it was um, like the Hellfire Club or mm-hmm, something stupid. Mm-hmm. <sighs> stupid ass men. But I also <laughs> had that, do you remember, I told that story about the, the like screaming skull in the house? Yes. There's also that one. Which is a separate story. Yes. I that So I that was a skull. That frequently. was why I was mixing them up. Yeah. I was like, isn't there like a skull mm-hmm. in some like mm-hmm. cave in some society somewhere? <laughs> it's just what happens. I mix all of our creatures <laughs> oh, up yeah, me constantly. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because they're all so similar because they all exist. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. When we get an outlier, then I'm always like... Are we sure this happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we really Yeah, think? we have had some episodes where we're like, I don't really believe this. <laughs> and there's no reason not to. Like, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's just as believable as anything else. But, like, <laughs> when it's a vampire, it's like, well. I believe Okay, it. sure. Prove me wrong. <laughs> there is, um, there's been a lot of physical evidence of the belief in the Vrykal, in, in Vrykalakis throughout pretty much any given era in Greek history. So like in ancient Greece, they believed that the dead are able to reanimate and exist in a state that is neither living nor dead, but rather undead. Burials of suspected revenants have been discovered throughout the ancient Greek world. At Kyrokitia, definitely saying that wrong, (laughs) flexed bodies buried in pit graves were pinned by millstones that were placed on either their heads or chests in order to trap the body in its grave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're dead, so it doesn't matter, but it's yeah. still like <laughs> a lot. Because again, like, like you know, someone in the future uh, unburying that body and yeah. being like, what? What in the hell Why? happened here? <laughs> yeah. Which is probably what happened if this yep. is like ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. They're like, why is this mm-hmm. skeleton have a giant rock on its head? 
Huh. What happened? <laughs> Who did this? What's going on? <laughs> In the necropolis of the city of Camarina, mm-hmm. two burials were found which were different from the rest. The first contained an adult of indeterminate sex and stature. The head and feet of the individual were completely covered by large amphora fragments, which is uh, the Greek vases, mm. that, you know, mm-hmm. that you see everywhere. <laughs> Two little handles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cute little vase. Mm-hmm. Uh, the heavy amphora fragments found were p- presumably intended to pin the individual to the grave and prevent it from seeing or rising. Oh. The second burial contains a child... <gasps> approximately 8 to 13 years old, also of indeterminate sex and stature. Five large stones were placed on top of the child's body. These stones were used to trap the body in his grave. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In Byzantine Greece, in Attica, a lime kiln was found that served as a grave site for two dismembered individuals. They really went for it. Oh yeah. Not just the head. We're not screwing around here. The first body belonged to a woman who was cut horizontally in half, with both halves placed parallel to one another in the prone position. Oh my god. Buried with her was a small jar containing a single coin from the reign of Emperor Constantine and a portion of the dismembered left leg of an adult male. (gasps) What? Just a random leg? (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. After deposition... Uh, the skeletons were deliberately sealed in the lime kiln by large rocks. Mm. Isn't that insane? That's mm. gruesome. That is extremely Can you gruesome. imagine finding that? Can you think of being the person that had to saw her body in half? Ooh. Two? Yeah, like half down the middle. Like yeah. Not even, wait, it said... Wait, horizontally? Horizontally. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Right in half. Right <laughs> I the, wish it was vertically. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Yeah, to, but to cut someone in half? I mean, I guess yeah. they probably got someone to do Oh my it. gosh, I wonder if it was a magician. <laughs> is that where that trick comes from? <laughs> yep, this is the first time it was ever tried, and it ended <laughs> it poorly. <did> bad. <laughs> About as bad as you could get. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> oh boy, Okay. <laughs> In Ottoman Greece, at Lesbos, a Turkish cemetery from the Ottoman period contained an isolated tomb of an adult who was pinned at the neck, pelvis, and both feet with 20-centimeter nails. Uh Uh Uh, Another burial from the same island dating to the same period contained a man over the age of 60. He was found in a cyst grave and had three bent 16-centimeter spikes mixed in with his bones. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) They really didn't want him to come back. No. I mean, I get it, because they sound terrible, but, like, woof. Woof. Yeah. Can you imagine being, like, you know how back in the day, sometimes they buried people who weren't dead? (gasps) Can you imagine if that was you and oh they, like, gosh. threw a stone on your head? <laughs> Thwomp. Just as you're waking up. <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh, my gosh. I'm not dead yet. I wonder if that was, like, part of, um, I mean, because you know all about the, like, funeral process and, like, burial process. Oh, yeah. When they're like, all right, do you want to add on this? Do you want to add on this super fancy coffin? And it's like, do you want to add on a uh, giant rock to the head? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure he doesn't come back as a vampire. So there's like, okay, so me in ancient Greece, I'm working at the cemetery, I'm trying to sell some gravestones, and I'm like, hey, so we have a package, mm-hmm. a lot of people are getting it just to be safe, to protect their children uh-huh. in the future. This is literally my sales pitch. Oh my gosh, I um, love it. <laughs> if you want, we have these beautiful boulders oh my cut from a mountainside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we fly them in special. <laughs> They're on sale right now. The sale's not going to last for very long, so I can put you down for one if you want it. <laughs> and, we, and what we do is we put it right on smack dab on top of your head or your pelvis or your chest, whatever Wherever you, you want. want. It's your choice. 
Um, but this will prevent you from coming back as a Vrykalakis mm-hmm. and potentially harming your children, your grandchildren. Oh, I'm sorry, you don't have any children? Okay, well, your neighbors, <laughs> your, your, your extended family. Me, even. Me. I'm, I'm hugely in danger here. I work in the cemetery. <laughs> so really, think about me. Just throw in the extra ten... Shekels. No, shekels. shekels. <laughs> Ten it's going to be a hundred gold coins. <laughs> it's really a good deal if you think about it because the price is rising exponentially every year. <laughs> Ten years ago, it was only five gold coins. Can you believe it? Get it now. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. And, and not to brag, but uh, we've never actually... Had one of those vampires come out from no. any of our dead bodies. No, so not in this cemetery chain. It must be working. <laughs> I love it. That was I think fun. it's not even a hard sell. Like, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't yeah, want to be a not? vampire. Yeah. yeah. I, when I die, I want to be dead. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> like, I don't even like, like, like sheep's liver. I don't want to... <laughs> I don't want to risk. I that. don't want to be like a walking around like a bloated mess. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> no thanks. Right. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Only sleep on Saturdays. Oh. Uh, I mean, that's kind of that's what's already going on what already. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last thing, there are some ways in which you can avoid. Um, becoming a Vrykalakis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that a lot of them were like, don't be conceived on a holy day. Don't be <laughs> born on a holy day. Don't eat this weird werewolf meat. Don't, but those are hard to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard to know what's werewolf meat and what's not, to be fair. <laughs> How am I to know that this sheep I found on the side of the road was killed by a werewolf? I'm hungry and I'm going to eat it. I'm just a poor little Greek person. <laughs> okay, so uh, apotropaics is a new word for all of us, I think. <laughs> <laughs> apotropaics are objects or practices that were intended to prevent. <laughs> Stop laughing! That was so funny. This is a new word for us all. <laughs> That down, that was just off the cuff. Love it. It worked for us all, I think. That was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) apotropaics are objects or practices that were intended to prevent a recently deceased loved one from turning into a revenant. Hmm. Or to occupy a revenant sufficiently enough that he will not harm the living. So, like, I guess things to distract them. (laughs) (laughs) Burying a corpse upside down was widespread, as was placing earthly objects, such as scythes or sickles, which seems wrong. Mm -hmm. Because... You're just giving them weapons. <laughs> you so know? you're just putting it in with them? You put it, like, nearby. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> near the grave. So you put them near the grave to satisfy any demons entering the body or to appease the dead so that it would not wish to arise from its coffin? Hmm. I don't understand this logic. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. This method resembles the ancient Greek practice of placing an ob- obelisk in the corpse's mouth to pay the toll to cross the river Styx mm. in the underworld. Mm-hmm. It has been argued that instead the coin was intended to ward off any evil spirits from entering the body, and this may have influenced later vampire folklore. Because mm. hmm. there was like, do you remember that story of like, they found um, a burial somewhere, I can't remember where, I think Eastern Europe maybe, and there was just like a rock or like a brick like a brick or a rock or like a rock sized brick no a brick sized rock <laughs> a brick sized rock brick brick sized rock lodged in someone's mouth like yeah like yeah. shoved in there <laughs> uh-huh. um so i wonder if that is 
connected to that. Yikes, yeah. Um, this tradition persisted in modern Greek folklore about the Vrykolakos, in which a wax cross and piece of pottery mm-hmm. with the inscription, Jesus Christ Conquers, were placed on the corpse to prevent the body from becoming a vampire somehow. Somehow. <laughs> I added that in. <laughs> Other methods commonly practiced in Europe included severing the tendons at the knees or placing poppy seeds, millet, is it millet? Millet, yeah. It's, that's how it's pronounced, not like like Malay. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid French. (laughs) No, I think it's millet. Okay. Um, Placing poppy seeds, millet, or sand on the ground at the gravesite of a presumed vampire. Is that so they count it? Yes. This was intended to keep the vampire occupied by counting the fallen grains at the rate of one grain per year. What? <laughs> Indicating an association of vampires with arithmomania. Obsessed with counting? Yeah, that's the thing. That's crazy. I've never heard that in my life. What? The vampires? You oh. like throw... Yeah, because it was the whole thing. Like you carry around a bag of beans in case you saw a vampire. And then you distract them by throwing the beans on the ground. And they ha- they have to count them. What? Yeah, this is like this is like I've never heard this in my life. Not even like <laughs> you saying that. I'm like, oh right, I did see that somewhere. Like never in my life that's have why, I heard this. That's why in Sesame Street, the count is obs- he's obsessed Stop! with counting things. Yeah, I thought it was just because like Count Dracula counting well, numbers. I think that that also kind of helped. But like, Stop. yeah. Oh my god. It's yeah, it's counting. Uh, they love counting things. Where where How do you know which this? Vampire is this in an episode of this? Vampire Diaries? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to see a CW show. <laughs> that Come on, get the most obscure. Here, take this bag of beans. <laughs> beans are too big because you'll be done with that pretty unless it's like a huge bag but then like how are you a human mortal going Mm -hmm. to carry a huge bag of beans yeah well i think the well yeah i don't know i mean i think it also distracts them because they keep losing count well i don't know if they lose count because they're they're really good at counting super smart (laughs) they do it all the time it's a favorite thing apparently they have all the time in the world so they're not like Damn it! I can yeah. count this real fast. <laughs> oh my God! I mean, beans. I would do. I would definitely do sand. I can see sand because it's impossible to Ugh, count. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even if you're a vampire. And like trying to like if you throw it on the ground, oh. like the sand you're gonna be lose anywhere. some of you're it. You're gonna lose it. Yeah. You're gonna mix it in with the sand that was already there. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt's just sand. So, yeah. Man, which vampire lore is it? How do I know How this? How do you know this? I feel like it's one of those vampire things where you just like you hear everyone it. knows it. More like because like, like, I didn't. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, the traditional vampire yeah, thing. You... And then in my head, I was also like, yeah, see, like how many, like all these different cultures have this weird counting vampire thing. Like, how specific is this? Okay, it, it must be real. <laughs> when I said the thing about. Um, um, placing poppy seeds, etc. Mm-hmm. Julie put her hand on my arm, and I thought you were going to bring up um, Baba Yaga. Oh, do you remember that? How like the girl went to her house, and um, she was like, "Okay, you can live or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> but only if you count this bag of poppy seeds." Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that it was poppy seeds. I thought you were going to bring up no, which is also. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a very similar thing. Yeah, because distracting witch, someone. But, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, or an impossible task. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's so funny, huh? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Everything about all of this, like finding connections, yeah, that's my favorite thing. Oh my god, that's crazy! I can't believe that. I will have to look all this up later. <laughs> and the fact that you were like, "Uh, yeah, <laughs> hello," <laughs> it's as common as sticking a, a thing through its heart. Yeah, and garlic. Uh, whatever. Yeah, you got your steak. You got your garlic. You got your bag of beans mm. or rice. Rice is probably the best. It sounds like a good meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then if you don't need a vampire, then you just cook it. To eat you it. cook the steak. Ooh. Ooh. And then steak you- and rice. Yeah. 
<laughs> and your bag. bag of beans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put your garlic on the rice <laughs> or on the steak or both. Whatever. Ooh, yeah, you're living your best life. Mm. Okay, so arithmomania. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Similar Chinese narratives state that if a vampiric being came across a sack of rice, it would have to count every grain, which is what you just said. Yes. That is insane. (laughs) This is a theme encountered in myths from the Indian subcontinent, as well as in South American tales of witches and other sorts of evil or mischievous spirits or beings. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder, because I did those Indian vampires that one... Episode maybe that one's it. Maybe maybe it's something that you learned. Yeah, and didn't and didn't tell me. Yeah, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Rude. No, no, I don't remember what I did like three episodes ago. So I mean, to be fair, it was like seven months ago. (laughs) Oh my goodness! (laughs) Ah, that's great. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. So that's so that's that on that. Wow, so don't go to Greece if you think you're getting away from vampires. If you think there's a chance you'll die in Greece, don't go there. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I would love to go to Greece, vampires and all. I know. Oh, my gosh. Like, the beautiful white sand beaches. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia, that's right. <laughs> the, like, bright blue water. Mm. <sighs> it's like a mix of, like, uh, yeah, Mamma Mia and Sister of the Traveling Pants. Mm. I feel oh, like yeah, that yeah, really yeah. got me, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being nice, nice tanned, sun-kissed, <sighs> salty. You're just wearing, like, white linen yeah, everywhere you Yeah, at go. all times. Yeah. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Eat some fish with, like, teeth in it. I don't know. Something weird. Mm. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's specifically from Mama From Mama Mia. Mia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That basket when she lifts up the little pieces. <laughs> Fabric and then she thinks teeth. it's a baby and it's a fish. <laughs> uh, all right. So okay, I'm cool. done. That was that was fun. <laughs> I liked it. All right. So uh, Lorelai, have you heard of her? <laughs> Gilmore Girls. I've heard of Lorelai Gilmore. Yeah. Uh huh. I just, I don't watch that show, but I I've think heard of it. That's the most popular Lorelai. Probably. I mean, that's the one I thought of instantly. Yeah. At least in the U.S., I should say. Ooh. Yeah. Um, well, get ready. So who, who is Lorelai? <laughs> we got a newcomer we on the table. <laughs> some say she's a mermaid. Oh. Uh, some say she's a siren. Some say a water spirit or a sorceress, even. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Wow. Those all right. are all pretty similar. But Lorelai is actually... A Gilmore girl. A huge, steep... Slate Cliff in Germany. Oh. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so it's on the left bank of the Rhine, and it actually inspired one of the most popular legends in Germany. Hmm. So this is a place you can go now. Germany. To, well, I mean, we can't. We can't go we anywhere. Cannot go. I mean, I feel like most, most countries are pretty closed off, but uh, especially from us. Well, yeah. <laughs> they might be letting other people in, but they're not letting us in. For sure. Yeah. Um, Which but, is fair. But it's interesting. So they, the Lorelei, 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 seen both ways. Mm. Um, it has an amphitheater on top of the rock, and it's actually a UNESCO World Heritage Site. What? Yeah, right? There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Okay. But we're going to talk about the folklore that comes from this uh, big, big old cliff. Good. All right. So the name itself comes from the old German words uh, Lorraine, which is Rhine dialect for murmuring. Mm. And actually the Celtic term, which is weird because why would it be German and then not Celtic? But whatever. Uh, Lay, which is rock. So the translation of the name would be murmur rock or murmuring rock. Uh, the heavy currents and a small waterfall in the area create a murmuring sound, mm-hmm. and that, combined with this special like echo that the rock produces, acts like an amplifier, so you can hear it really loudly, and that's how it got its name. Oh, um, yeah, that's it was cute. It's cute, but also like would have been horrifying, oh, you know, a long yeah. time ago. Just like mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, it's like those mm-hmm. um those pots that gurgle when you <laughs> yes. you know the vases. <laughs> I don't like it. 
Um, so the the murmuring, unfortunately, is extremely hard to hear today, uh, owing to the urbanization of the area. But actually, probably during early quarantine was probably a great time to go. Unfortunately, uh, it would have been a lot quieter, less yeah. cars, less yeah. people. Um, but uh, other theories actually attribute the name to the many boating accidents on the rock by combining Ooh. the German verb uh, lauern, which is to lurk or lie in wait, mm. uh, with the same lay ending. So with the translation being lurking rock. Ooh. Uh, so the, the rock and the murmur it creates have inspired various folktales. Um, I'm just going to talk about uh, kind of the main, the big ones, uh, because there's a lot of like little... Mm-hmm. Little differences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Lorelai was rumored to be gorgeous. Some sure. debate on her hair color glowing golden or sometimes even being like copper red. <laughs> Cassandra's like, mm, golden, <laughs> me. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, in general, she had uh, bright, eye-catching hair, no matter what color it was. Um, so it's me. <laughs> I hope you're all picturing me now. <laughs> Just kidding. I love it. Please stop. <laughs> uh, the mythology behind Lorelai created a wonderful inspiration to composers, painters, poets, drama enthusiasts. Like, there's so much culture that comes just from this one story. Interesting. Um, and her Never tale. Never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> right? So her tale tells of her living in the depths of the river while smoothly singing tempting songs in the evenings while sitting on her rock. The heavy currents and small waterfall created a murmuring sound, which we heard about. And so those who heard her lovely melodies easily became captivated in a spell, causing them to lose track of time and where they were until their vessels would horrifically (laughs) crash, the men drowning with them. She was, of course, an immortal creature, uh, but she was also another victim to love in (gasps) Germany. Mm-hmm. She, even she is not immune to l'amour. Or, uh, <laughs> l'amour. <laughs> Liebe. Mm, it's uh, not as fun. To Liebe. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so one day she fell in love with a fisherman who who also fell in love with her. Aww. So their romance uh, began to, to, I don't know who wrote this, to storm for several weeks. Sure. Mm. Uh, so Lorelai <laughs> also helped the man at fishing. Aww. Until one day she heard of another young girl who also liked this handsome fisherman. And she became jealous. Oh, so jealous no. that she snatched her lover, no. rapidly pulling him into the underwater palace where she lived, where he drowned. <laughs> no. As she forced him to stay with her forever. <laughs> She's like just the tiniest bit unstable. Oh, girl. I mean, I get it. But like, but like oh, woo, honey. Yeah. That's the opposite of what you should have done. Like, you should have had a conversation with your fisherman. <laughs> right. And if you're going to drown someone. Uh, I was going to say drown the girl. But that's also not good. That's, yeah. Oh. Don't drown anyone. Or lie. That reminds me of the the Bodo dolphins. They did <laughs> yes, that too, right? They did. Except yeah. they lived. Like the people, did they drown? Or I did... think that they would like live. They with took them, them down, down there, there. Yeah, yeah, for like to marry them. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm mixing it up too because I'm like, didn't they put their soul into a cup? But that was like <laughs> that other little frog man. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway frog man. Mixing them all up. <laughs> okay. Um. So, snatch a lover and stay with her for or Okay. Uh. Though, so this ripped open a hole that she could never fill in her heart. So she continued her singing and caused countless men to lose their lives. Then a man named Count Ludwig, the son of a powerful prince, heard of her and went to see her with his own eyes. Uh, He's literally asking for it. Like, he's like, oh, wow, someone who uh, murders people by how beautiful she is? Like, okay, cool, I'm in. What a way to go. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Like others, he was smitten in a trance, causing him to lose everything, including his life. Oh. When his father found out, he immediately went to put an end to her tragic games. Even when she was surrounded by the prince's army, she didn't care, believing her own father would protect her from any form of danger. I don't know who's a tight Triton. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand this bit of it. There Poor wasn't you. enough. 
Um, therefore, she dropped the pearls that hung around her neck into the depths of the water, awaiting a chariot to come. So, like, that's a sign. Papa, save me. <laughs> when it did, it drove her away to the deep depths of the sea to never be seen again. Oh. Rumor has it that a distant murmur of her song can still be heard at her rock. Aww. I, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, like, sad. <laughs> yeah. Cute. <laughs> And then, like, pretty, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, devastating, horrifying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, in 1801, German author Clemens Brentano, which doesn't sound like That doesn't German sound name. remotely yep. <laughs> Right? No, it sounds know. Italian. Clemens. Um, yeah, wait, Clemens? <laughs> right? Brentano? You're right. Brentano. Brentano. <laughs> Brentano. I can't even do it in German. It's bad. So, anyway, he composed his ballad... Zubakarach an Amreine, uh, which is uh, to the city on the Rhine. Oh. Um, as part of a f- <laughs> fragmentary continuation of his novel, Godwei oder das Steinerne Bild der Mutter, which is. <laughs> I know what uh, Mutter means. Godwei, uh, which is just a name, mm-hmm. or the stone image of the mother. A feral novel, Ooh. which is apparently a romantic novel. Sounds fantastic. Um, although I was reading uh, the Wikipedia page, and I was like, mm, I, I mean, what was this? Eighteen oh one. Well, yeah, their their idea of romance is not quite on par <laughs> with like what I'm reading. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Um, uh-huh. But I do like the idea of calling like erotic novels. A feral, feral novel. Mm, yeah. I'll bring that back. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So uh, it first told the story of an enchanting woman associated with the rock. In the poem, the beautiful Loja Lay, uh, first and last name, mm-hmm. betrayed by her sweetheart, is accused of bewitching men and causing their death. Rather than sentence her to death, the bishop consigns her to a nunnery. Ugh. Mm-hmm. On the way thereto... Accompanied by three knights, uh, she comes to the Lorelei Rock. She asks permission to climb it and view the Rhine once again. Uh, she does so, and thinking that she sees her love on the Rhine, falls to her death. <gasps> oh. The rock still echoes, uh, still retains an echo of her name afterward. Uh. Mm. So then, about 20 years later, in 1824, Heinrich Heine... Uh, seized on and adapted Brentano's theme in one of his most famous poems, the Lochalai. It describes a woman as a sort of siren who sits on the cliff above the Rhine and combs her golden hair, unwittingly distracting shipmen with her beauty and song. Oh, um, so she's like, I didn't know I was so pretty. <laughs> I'm just like, so pretty. People like love here, me. Just sitting here brushing my hair. Like, I didn't do anything. It's not my fault. Brushing my hair on the cliffside. <laughs> I love it. Um, <laughs> which I will now uh, read you this poem. Yay! Um, this is again translated to English, um, so it doesn't sound like a poem. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing that out there. Excellent. Um, I don't know what it means that I am so sad. A legend of bygone days that I cannot keep out of my mind. Sounds like I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) The air is cool and night is coming. The calm Rhine courses its way. The peak of the mountain dazzles with evening's final ray. Actually, this does sound pretty poetic. It does. I'm thinking of, I think, the next one. It doesn't rhyme. Because there's going to be another poem. Get ready. Yeah, no, it doesn't rhyme, but it does sound uh, beautiful. So the fairest of maidens is sitting up there, a beautiful delight. Her golden jewels are shining. She's combing her golden hair. She holds a golden comb. Singing along as well, an enthralling and spellbinding melody. In his little boat, the boatman is seized by it with a savage woe. He does not look upon the rocky ledge, but rather high up into the heavens. I think that the waves will devour the boatman and the boat in the end. And this, by her song's sheer power, fair Lorelei has done. Oh. So he was looking up at her and not at the rocks. <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> Stupid ass. Uh, which, I mean, she's just up there literally combing her hair. Whatever. Leave her alone. I know. Come on. <laughs> After we were just, like, making fun of her. Like, I'm just so pretty. Just like, Leave her alone. She's great. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's doing nothing. She's just doing doing her thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, so then in 1837, Heine's lyrics uh, were set to music by Friedrich Silcher in the art song Lorelei. They became well-known in German-speaking lands. Uh, this is a weird little little tidbit. 
uh, during the Nazi regime in World War II, okay. Heinrich Heine, uh, who was born Jewish, but actually converted to Christianity when he was 20. So he died, like, way, way, almost 100 years before World War II. Right. But he became discredited as author of the lyrics in an effort to dismiss and hide Jewish contribution to German art. Uh! So, like, the song was so popular, and they were like, oh, no, 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 he didn't do it. He didn't actually write it. He's he's Jewish, so he oh, couldn't have done that. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's garbage. Um, so the Lorelei character passed into German popular culture in the form described in the Heine Stilcher song. Uh, and then the French writer, mm. I had to write this, uh, Guillaume <laughs> Apollinaire, uh, looked up the theme again, or took up the theme again in his poem Le Lorelei uh, from the collection El Cools. I don't know. This one I love. And I, <laughs> I'm not sure why. So it's pretty much the same story as that original, uh-huh. uh, the very first poem mm-hmm. of her almost being a sorceress. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the and again, I'm not sure if it's the way that he wrote it or the way that it's translated, mm-hmm. but this is just like common English and it's very, very funny <laughs> uh, to me. So here we go. Mm. Uh, the Bacharach. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I already failed. Uh, all right. In Bacharach, there is a blonde witch who let all men around her die for love of her. Yes. The bishop had her summoned to his court, but absolved her right away thanks to her beauty. Oh, oh pretty Lorelei, with your eyes full of jewels, which wizard bestowed this sorcery on you? Oh my she says um i am tired of living and my eyes are cursed bishop all those who looked at me met met their demise my eyes are not jewels but flames why don't you cast all that witchcraft into the fire like kill me um oh okay and then the, the, the dude again um i am burning amid those flames oh pretty lorelei let another condemn you you bewitched me she literally came to his bishop saying, I am cursed, please kill me. And he's like, yeah, you're cursed. I'm in love with you now. This is just like, oh, that that song from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh, God, yes. Oh, what, is, what are the words? All I can think oh is my the like, Savage's song from Honestly. <laughs> Barely Human. Yeah. Uh, oh. No, where he's like, oh, she tempted me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's not my fault. She tempted uh, mm-hmm. me. Although he's not even, he doesn't even think anything's wrong. He's just like, I'm in love with you. Yeah, now. he's just Period. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What is that song? Anyway. Okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you be with me. You must be joking, Bishop. <laughs> You'd better pray the Virgin. Put me to death, and may God protect you. Mm. My lover left for a land far away. Why don't you put me to death since I feel no more love? Oh. My heart aches so that I am bound to die. A mere glance at myself would force me to die. Oh, my heart aches so since he left me. My heart ached so the day he left. Oh. The bishop summoned three knights armed with lances. Bring to a coven this demented woman. So apparently coven coven is like nunnery. So take this woman right. to... <laughs> get thee to a nunnery. Get thee to a nunnery. Um, Hamlet, bitch. Right? Uh, be gone, crazed Lorelei. Away with your trembling eyes. You'll be a nun clad in black and white. And so they set forth, the four of them. Lorelei begged them, her eyes shining like stars... Knights, allow me to climb this rock so high to see my fair castle one more time, to watch one last of my reflections in the river, and then I shall join the coven of maidens and widows. <laughs> coven of maidens and widows. Like, I've never been more, like, intrigued by a nunnery yeah. than that description. Yeah. Um, interesting. <laughs> so up there, the wind twisted her unfurled hair, and the knights yelled, Lorelei, Lorelei! Yonder on the Rhine, a skiff is sailing by, on which stands my lover. He saw me. He beckons. P.S. Not him. I don't think. But she's she's kind of yeah. It. She's spiraling here. Uh, my heart mellows so. My lover is coming. She then leans over and falls into the Rhine. For having seen in the water the pretty Lorelei, her Rhine-colored eyes and her hair of sunlight. Oh, so. Although those are the most common ones, the like 
the siren who hates herself and then the like the unsuspecting woman Mm -hmm. um there's some other like little (laughs) remixes if you will um to most of these so like (laughs) pick your own adventure um so (laughs) in some versions she is so jealous she kills her lover before he gets a chance to cheat on her in others he leaves her and lorelei started her deadly singing ritual only after she waited for his return. So, I mean, yeah, we saw both those. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some versions, she throws herself in water to escape the warriors. In others, she is a mortal who drowned when she tried to escape uh, her captivity mm-hmm. and returns in the form of a vindictive mermaid. So, like, we've seen okay. all these kind okay. of remixes. But it's still happening now. <laughs> Don't look at this. <laughs> <laughs> but so this is still like a thing so uh-huh. like uh, talking about sailors um their boats getting destroyed mm-hmm. this is still happening <laughs> um there which is probably just because it's rocky but who knows <laughs> uh so a barge carrying 2400 tons of sulfuric acid oh, capsized uh in january 2011 near the Lorelei <laughs> Rock. So recently, I know, and it blocked traffic uh, to one of Europe's busiest waterways, which is not that waterway, but it, it blocked the way to that waterway. Um, so it's still happening. Careful. There's some amazing art, like so many paintings of like this beautiful woman on top of a rock, and like men just dead below her, like reaching <laughs> for to her. Get up yeah. There. But dead. Oh, and actually, this there's a statue, and oddly enough, since we're not allowed to go to Germany, I can't I can't say like everybody should go there and yeah. see it because we can't in Unless the U.S. Unless you're already in Germany, it's true, or anywhere else in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. But if you're in the U.S. and you're like, hey, I want to see some some Lorelei stuff, uh-huh. um, you can go to New York. Um, there's the Lorelei Fountain, which is also known as the Heinrich Heine Memorial, and it's located on East uh, 161st Street, um, which is, um, did I write it somewhere else? It's in, like, this, uh, park, um, in the Bronx, uh, right near the county courthouse. And so the monument was originally, this is interesting, bringing back again Uh the whole, like, um, big bummer Nazi German thing, um, the monument was originally to be placed in Heine's hometown in Dusseldorf, but anti-Semitism and nationalist propaganda in the German Empire precluded the completion of the monument on Heine's 100th birthday in 1897. So instead... Oh, so it was even before before Nazi stuff even happened. Like oh, all yeah. This- it was anti-Semitism before that. I mean, oh, but, oh, I mean okay. anti-Semitism I mean, has always been. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm, yeah. But mm-hmm. I was picturing, like, after... Oh, no. War. Oh, my God. Oh, no. So then uh-huh. in uh, 1899, in the presence of the sculptor uh, Ernst Herter, uh, it was it was put up in the Bronx. So, uh, yeah, so you can go there to New York and see it, which is uh, pretty cool. That's so upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Big, big bummer. God, yeah. What do you have anything else to add after that to make uh, it better? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's an interesting story. Oh yeah, I mean, like a, no, hearing I about sirens, it. but hearing about like a specific. I never woman. Um, I've never heard any German siren stories, right? Or anything. Yeah. I mean, Hans Christian Andersen was what Danish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and he had a little, like mermaid. The little mermaid, but. That's the closest I've ever heard, I think, yeah. of anything outside of, like, Australia. <laughs> or, <laughs> right, like, like the ocean, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's interesting, and especially on a, on a river. Like, yeah, I mean, I the wouldn't Rhine is fucking huge. Yeah, it's true. But, <laughs> yeah. But it still is just a river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. It was fun to hear about her and, like, yeah. all the different versions of her. Yeah, I like both of those poems. (laughs) Right? Aren't they cool? Yeah. Um, And so there's even more poems. Uh, The original one. No, the one by uh, Clemens Brentano. Uh, His is also very good. Um, But it's pretty much exactly the one by the French guy. So I I was like, oh, the French guy one makes me laugh more. So sorry. (laughs) Anyway, it's it's a cool story. It's cool. It's yeah, fun. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a good one. And like it's said that it's like a folklore thing that's been happening for a long time, but there mm-hmm. was no like written record until that like whatever eighteen oh one. So 
I don't know how folk like that but, might be the beginning of it. I even, mean, that's but. true. That's true for a lot of folklore, especially in yeah. Europe. Like, I mean, a lot of the stories weren't written down until the Grimm brothers started writing them down. Yeah, and that was before eighteen oh one, but not much before. Mm-hmm. If uh, the Brothers Grimm movie taught me anything, it was. <laughs> It's amazing how we like everything we've picked up has been just like <laughs> against our will in movies, but then <laughs> but then it ended up being like really interesting later mm-hmm. in life. I mean, yeah. I hope it's correct. I'm I can't imagine they would change the date for any reason. Yeah, the time period. I feel like it was like 1798 that that <laughs> the stories in that movie took place. <laughs> <laughs> the Heath Ledger and um, Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. Oh my god, it was Matt Damon. Yeah, Lena Headey. What? Oh my gosh. Ha! Mm-hmm. Gotta rewatch that one. I fucking love that movie. <laughs> it's great. It remains great. Monica Bellucci's in it too. Really? Yeah, she plays the queen. No way. Mm-hmm. So thank you, uh, Brothers Grimm. <laughs> The film, yeah, <laughs> for not the real life more. ugly ones, <laughs> the attractive ones. Give me well, that Heath Ledger. <laughs> yeah, only Heath Ledger. Sorry, Matt Damon. I love it. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> so we're back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, keep looking out for more episodes. Yeah, we don't. We haven't discussed the schedule yet. No, so we are not. So there about. will be more for sure. Yeah. Uh, don't know where. Don't know when. Yeah, life is chaotic right now, so <laughs> who knows what next week will bring. That's true. Very true. Yeah. But in the meantime, check out all of our <laughs> other episodes. This is episode 56 uh, for us, which is insane. Um, so, yeah, continue to listen to some of our older stuff, and we'll be making more content for you guys. Mm-hmm. And for us. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah. To talk with someone mm-hmm. in real life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <sighs> yep. Okay, this got depressing. <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, I guess this is where we say see you later. See you later, ghouls and ghouls. Ghouls and ghouls? I just imagined that you would continue saying it wrong. <laughs> continue failing at it. Alright. <laughs> See you later, ghouls and boys. Bye. <laughs> Bye. She was oh no. <laughs> I love it.